Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for aid against attack. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this day, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture today, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. We'll be in Song of Solomon, chapter 3. On my bed by night I sought him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but found him not. I will rise now and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares. I will seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but found him not. The watchmen found me as they went about in the city. Have you seen him whom my soul loves? Scarcely had I passed them when I found him whom my soul loves. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house and and into the chamber of her who conceived me. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. What is that coming up from the wilderness like columns of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense, with all the fragrant powders of a merchant? Behold, it is the litter of Solomon. Around it are sixty mighty men, some of the mighty men of Israel, all of them wearing swords and expert in war, each with his sword at his thigh against terror by night. King Solomon made himself a carriage from the wood of Lebanon. He made its posts of silver, its back of gold, its seat of purple. Its interior was inlaid with love by the daughters of Jerusalem. Go out, O daughters of Jerusalem, and look upon King Solomon with the crown with which his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding. 
on the day of the gladness of his heart. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we are in the Song of Solomon, and if you haven't noticed already, this is a very different kind of book. I'm sure Amber did a great job introducing the book to you yesterday, and I'm looking forward to reflecting on chapter 3 with you here in a minute. Uh, unfortunately, with the coming weekend, we won't be able to go through the whole book, but I want to encourage you to read the whole book in your own reading with the Lord as this weekend comes. Historically, this book has been cast aside by some, manipulated by others, and neglected by most. First, I want to remind us um, that we are looking at a book that is poetry. And as poetry goes, it's quite descriptive and it should evoke a response. So don't just read this as knowledge and theory. This is a true love poetic book, so accept reading it as such. Second, this book is a recounting of the relationship between Solomon and his wife, his bride. It charts their relationship from meeting to courting to marriage to physical intimacy and well beyond. This recounting of a human love story is meant to draw our eyes towards Jesus our true groom, the lover of our bodies, our minds, and our souls. So this portrayal of a human relationship is meant to give us a view of the love affair that we have with the Lord. Well, that's enough of an intro for our time today. So on to chapter 3, which is all about a bride's dream of her upcoming wedding and seeing her groom and the arrival of the groom at the wedding. What strikes me most is the involvement, actually, of community with both Solomon and his bride. When both of them speak, they're speaking to the community in the midst of their pursuit of their bride and or groom. The bride communicates with people around the city and her family about where her groom is and wondering where to find him. And Solomon shows up at the wedding having built a carriage surrounded by 60 of his men by his side supporting him and in his endeavor of this marriage. A lot can be said about the role of community within any individual and or specific relationship, but we'll suffice it today at this point to say that community support is essential for any thriving relationship. The closer you get to an individual in relationship, the more intimate and vulnerable you get in a relationship the more communities actually needed for support in the relationship. The community doesn't do the personal relationship for you. Each marriage and each relationship is dynamic and specific to those people. But the community surrounding it isn't just a nicety, it's a necessity. The community not only supported the bride and the groom individually in this chapter, but they supported the marriage of them together. The community is needed for any thriving relationship. So in reflection of this chapter, I want us to ask the question, how are your individual relationships fostered and improved because of the community of people surrounding it? I want you to ask the question, how are your individual relationships fostered and improved because of the communities 
support surrounding it. for the people who are surrounding me and my relationships. Lord, thanks for the care, thanks for the prayers, thanks for, yeah, just the support that people give to me, my family, my kids, my wife. Lord, thank you for the community that surrounds us. Thank you for your sustaining us and how, yeah, we need you in the midst of our relationships. Thank you for this beautiful love story that we get to see and take part in. And thank you that we get to be involved in it with you as our perfect groom and we as your bride. And Lord, thank you that we pursue you and that you pursue us not only as individuals, but in the community and that we support one another in our individual relationship with you. And so... Thank you for how that dynamic, how that balance, how those interplay together, how we uh, yeah, need the individual relationship and we need the communal. And so, Lord, thank you for just your, your supply, your providence, your giving us what we need um, by your very being, by the nature of you in community, the three in one together and in your church and in your body. So Lord, thank you for the beautiful picture that you provide for us about community and relationship today. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.